Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Katie. Together, Katie and I will talk about the topics that affect our young readers. How can we engage them? What book holidays are we celebrating? And how do we create a strong community of readers? Listen along as we discuss these topics and engage our listeners to weigh in too. So get comfy in your favorite reading spot and join us to discuss the important topics for our young readers today. Well, Scott, are you ready for our next novel short? I think we've chosen the perfect topic to talk about next. Hey, Katie. Scott, how are you doing this week? I'm well. Uh, it's It has been been a January. I feel like we haven't really had much of a winter so far, but we'll Ugh. see. I'm hoping. Uh, you and I both love one really good snowfall. So yeah, like one I, good snow day. Yes. I want one good snow day. I'm like so ready for that. Although I was so upset. I hate taking down the holiday decorations. I like to leave them up until we have a good snowfall. So it's been kind of disappointing. Me too. We haven't had a good New England snowfall yet. And it's just a big empty house and a lot of green grass. I guess what's to complain about if you like warmer weather, but True. I do like snow. True. Yes, I know. So. But that's okay. We are, you know, we're coming back to our season. We had a great episode last week talking about our choose your own adventure books. It sounds like we really know each other well as readers. Yeah, I it it was a joy to read those books. Founds of Silence was so good in that I just really enjoyed how much, and I was telling Katie how much I studied the Spanish Civil War in college, and I did a thesis on it and the whole bit, and um, I was a lit major, by the way, in case y'all are like, he doesn't like reading books, and then he went right into <laughs> being a lit major, but <clears throat> it was so interesting to marry those two facets together, um, so I, I really enjoyed the book that Katie picked for me. And Katie, you seem to really enjoy the book that I picked for you. I did. It like brought me back to those days. You know, I talked in the episode about, you know, I love dystopia books, you know, kind of like in college. I feel like that was when The Hunger Games was coming out. Um, Darkest Minds came out around that time as well. And I just never read mm-hmm. it. But it was always on the lists of like, if you loved The Hunger Games, if you love Divergent, like you should read this book. So it was like. A little bit of like brought back to really good memories of the books I used to love because I haven't read a good dystopia, I feel like, in a really good time. Um, so it was really fun to read it. And I'm really excited to have it in my classroom and recommend it to my students. Yeah. And go check out the movie. It's pretty good. I think yes. I think it didn't do very well. And I think they stopped producing mm. like the movies. But at least it's what do they call it? Like a popcorn. It's a popcorn movie. Like it just enjoyable yeah. to watch. Especially if you read the book. So thank you, everybody, um, for last week's episode. You know, I think that's something that Scott and I definitely want to do again. We loved the whole Choose Your Own Adventure. So this will probably become, you know, a staple in each of our seasons where we come with a bunch of book of recommendations. We'll give each other a month to read it. Um, But I had a really good time with that Choose Your Adventure, you know, the first episode, Scott, and then the reading and then last week's episode. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, no, I love this, these new concepts we're doing. And speaking of new concepts, <clears throat> since yes. we have celebrated a new year, we are happy 2024. I know we said it last week, but we'll say it again. Um, of course, we had to finish our homework assignment, which was the Choose Your Own Book. But this year, we wanted to do our top five books, and that's going to be year to date since we started in 2023, um, from the podcast. And so Katie and I, off air, wrote down a list of our top five books for the season. And then we also thought about what the other person would choose as their top five. And so it'll be interesting to see how much of an overlap we we get. Um, Katie, I figure I figure instead of trying to nail down the numbers, should we just say like I think these are in your top five? I don't. I don't think we should nail down the numbers. Here's what I think we should do. I think we should each like do our five, four, three, two, one, and then we should like grade ourselves. You know, this is the teacher in me, and see how many 
we got right. Okay. Because I think, I don't think I did a great job with yours. I thought I, I thought you're number one off air. I said to you, I was like, you're number one. I know you're number one. You were like, that's not my number one. I was shocked. So yeah, Katie was shook. Like I, I threw her whole <laughs> paradigm off. I was like, I, I was like, and if you think this is my number one, it's not. Yeah. So I feel like I'm going to be wrong. I think that you and I, I will say my prediction is I think that you and I overlap um, three of them. And I said, I think we overlap <laughs> too. So we're in the same ballpark. And just like usual, we didn't choose who was going to go first in their top five. Oh, no. All right. So we'll do like we'll do our five, four, three, two, one, and then we'll reveal okay. how many we got right. Does that work? Yeah. I'm going to let you go first because oh, I went God. first with the book choosing. Yeah, I went first oh, with the book, the book okay. um, when we had to like sell our books to the other person. OK, so I this my number five was the only one that I was in between two books. And mm-hmm. so I but I it was such a hard one, but I'm going to stick with this one. I'm going to say my number five was um, Enter the Body by Joy McCullough. And the reason I'm saying that is because he looks like he's marking something. You guys can't see that. uh Uh-huh. He's just, okay, so we'll say he's, we're on Zoom so we can see each other, but you guys can't see (laughs) that. But I'm like, "Mm." I just saw a little, maybe a little check. But the reason I chose that as my number five, um, I was in between that and Game Changer. Those were the two I was between um, because I wanted to book a verse on there because we love books of verse. But I chose it because of my love for Shakespeare. I just saw, um, you know, uh, Macbeth in the Globe Theater this past summer in London. It was just like I, I have this affinity to Shakespeare. So that is why it's my number five. Okay. okay. Your turn. My number five was Clap When You Land. Um, I, I enjoyed okay. the cultural aspect. I enjoyed the dual stories merging together. Um, I loved it was also, I believe, a book of verse. It was something that I yep. made a really strong connection with with a student of mine last year. It was just something that oh, married yes. together a lot of things that I've I enjoyed. And it was a it was a really good book to do early on in our podcast because I feel like it grabbed my attention. I feel like it the pacing was great. I feel like the writing was wonderful. The cultural infusion was wonderful. Mm-hmm. The story was great, the through line. All in, I just thought it was a really wonderful book. And it made me interested to read more of the author's books. So that was my number five. Oh, I love Elizabeth Acevedo. Like, oh, God, everything she writes is gold. I can't wait to read another book of hers. Yes. You have to read The Poet X next. That's my next one for you. You have to read The Poet X. But and I think the reason and here's why I'm going to say this and on air, if you're listening to, I think you and I have talked a lot about our background with Catholicism in our Mm -hmm. families. And that was a huge theme mm-hmm. in that book. So I loved that. So definitely. All right. So there you go, everybody. There's an extra book extra for you. Extra book. Bonus. All right, Katie, you're number okay. four. You do your oh, four. Do no, four? you do your four. Yeah. Let's do it <sighs> There's that so way. many strong contenders, but this number four, I, I toyed with where to put it. My number four is All My Rage. Um, I okay. wasn't sure if it was going to go higher, but I just, the, bo- the books ahead of it just... I won't say they're better, worse, or different. They're, they're different, and they just called to me differently, but All My Rage is wonderful. <clears throat> Again, a very mm-hmm. big cultural piece um, was infused there. I thought that the audiobook itself enhanced the experience. Oh, I thought it spoke really well yes. to sort of a minority experience in the United States and the and the sort of really um, difficult experience they can have. And it, the characters were wonderful. And I think that the purpose of, um, you know, they had a whole purpose at the end to really draw people into making sure that they have their own support systems, and I thought that was really important. It just showed like who your family and who your community is. So, all my rage hit my number four, but man, I it was one of those that I, I it could have easily been my number one if I if you know looking at it through different mm. lenses. So that was my number four. It was all my rage. Awesome, I love that. Okay, 
My number four was Button Pusher by Tyler Page. And I put that as my number four because I love, A, I love graphic novels. B, I love graphic novel memoirs. But C, that book, I don't want to say it reminded me, but I feel like it taught me more about how to have more empathy for my Mm -hmm. students, especially students with ADHD. And, you know, we've interacted with Tyler Page on social media and he is just so amazing. And I appreciate all of the information he puts out there. And I really appreciated this story because it taught me so much. And I think books should do that. So that is why it's my number four. Good number four. That was a good number four. So now do you do number three? Are you circling back to the... All right. I'll do number three. Okay, yeah. Okay. So my number three is... The House in the Cerulean Sea um, by T.J. Klum. And the reason I picked it as my number three is because I had read it as a part of our One Book, One Town from my hometown, which we had talked about One one Book, One Town, I think, Mm -hmm. last season. And um, and I had read it first. I loved it. And then I had learned about, you know, the controversy surrounding that book. And that was a book I kept saying to Scott, like, this is your book. This is this is you're going to love this book. And. You, you know, we finally read it for the podcast. But what I love that we did when we talked about that book is we took on the controversy head on um, because there is a controversy of him using um, the indigenous people's experiences as the influence for the story. And I think this is the way culture mm-hmm. should be. I think we should be able to read books and point out flaws and be able to discuss things. And I think I w- I'm more educated now about books in that way. So that was why I made it my number three. Because again, I learned that, so much. That's a good number three. I, you know, I wasn't sure if that was going to make your, your top yeah. five, but that's a good number three. Um, my you. number three, and again, th- we're not like ranking books based on like how good they are. Just this is, you know, our lens. Right. Was Sunshine. Number three was Sunshine for me. I wasn't sure if we would partner them together, like Hey Kiddo and Sunshine. I just picked Sunshine. Um, I just... Jared Krasowska, I follow him on socials, and he's just such a lovely, giving human. And to hear his growing up mm. story and then hear his sort of giving back story at with at the camp with student or children rather with um illnesses, whether terminal or at least lifelong chronic illnesses, mm. was just such a really lovely story. And it showed empathy and it showed growth. And it and um I've had I've had friends who work there's an actual there's a um it's like rising camp rising sun i think it is in connecticut it's the same concept students Mm. with illnesses chronic or terminal and so there's a little connection there but i just thought that the story itself was heartwarming i thought that the the character i thought that the memoir aspect of it was wonderful i just really enjoyed jack krasowski as an author and as as a person i don't know him personally but at least what i can see from social he just seems to be a, a giver, and that really came through in Hey Sunshine and uh, Sunshine and Hey Kiddo. But Sunshine, I picked as my number three. Katie shocked wow. looks. Is te- I d- okay, I'm not gonna reveal anything. I mean, she missed the mark. So I'll <laughs> swing to my number two, which here's here's an overlap yes. for us. It's Button Pusher. Um, ah! all the same okay. re- reasons Katie said. Help me develop more empathy uh, for students with ADHD with for adults for AD- with ADHD. Tyler Page has made it really part of his life's work to educate. If you look at his social media, to educate on the uh, on the topic of um, disability and especially with ADHD, and it just I loved the the graphic no- novel style of it. And so I have not much more to say because Katie already said it, but it was definitely a number <laughs> number two. Could have been a number one for me too. It was one of those that could have been. These all could have been number one for me. Yeah, I was wondering that yeah. for you. 
I was like, I feel like that's going to yeah. be up so there. So that would be my number two. Okay. My number two, you already mentioned. Um, my number two is All My Rage by Sabati Hare. Um, because you already mentioned it. Like, I think the experience of reading it is an audiobook. And I think I had talked about in that episode, you know, it's a book that tears you apart and then puts you back together. And that's and that's not something original to me. I found that on, on Instagram when someone was describing the book. And I wish I could give credit to that person because I don't remember where I saw it. But it is it is so true. And I said that to one of my students who was reading it. And she was like, you're totally right. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what that book is. And I like books that do that. Um, so that was why it was my number two. All right, you and I, here's the deal. Scott, you and I may have the same number may, one. We might. It's not hard we stopper. We might. It is not hard stopper. I'm like kind of All nervous. All right, so are you doing number one first? I'm like nervous. I don't know. I feel like what if we try to say it at the All same right. time? Because I have a feeling it's right, the same one. Three, two, one. Okay, yeah. One. I tomorrow have something to tell you. Oh, come on. <laughs> I put, you know what's funny? I put for, I'll tell you what I put for you next, but. Okay. All right. But m- you go first. Mine was tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. It just, I, it was so, yeah. I, I love Chastin Buttigieg's book. I did. But tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow was, the story was compelling. The characters are yeah. compelling. The video game aspect really called to me and connected with me. It was a book that despite its length was something that the pacing always, I, I sit up until two in the morning to finish the yeah. book. Like it just really was a page turner for me. It had so many cultural callbacks to my own life and the games that I played. Um, and I think it just, it had twists and turns that I didn't expect. Mm. It just had so many elements in there that I loved and enjoyed. I recommended it to my own group of gaming friends. Shout out to y'all because y'all have been some of my most ardent followers. Um, you know who you are. <laughs> and it just was, it, oh man, it was just a really, really good book. But I... Yeah, that was my number one for, for the 2023 year. Darn. All right. Um, I picked I Have Something to Tell You by Chastin Buttigieg. And the reason I picked it, I also love Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow. I also, you know, that was a great story. And I also love the video game. Because we talked about the nostalgic part of it for me. And I've always loved yeah. gaming. Um, but for me, when I read a book that is outside my comfort zone in a genre that I absolutely hate to read, it sticks with me. And so like Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow for me is definitely like it's one of my favorite books we've done for the podcast. But it's I read a lot of fiction like that. I read those love stories. I read those. You know, I love Gabrielle Zevin. But for me, I it's a not, you know, I have something to tell you was a nonfiction memoir. And I don't read I don't pick those up on my own. And I feel like, Scott, if you hadn't recommended that to us for the podcast, I don't think I would have read it. And I w- would have been missing out on a really great story and a really important book to have in my classroom. And so for me, that's why it's my number one. Uh, you know, so I'll reveal what I thought your top five were. Okay. I thought you were going to have, I'll just, I'll just, in no, in I'll, no I'll order. tell you what I thought your number. Yeah. In no order. No. I'll give you my number one and two for you, but I'll, in, in no order. Okay. It, hey, kiddo, out of darkness, enter the body. So I at least got one of those. Yep. Um, I reversed all my rage and I have something to tell you. I have my Wait, did you really think I was going to say those two? I, for your top one and two. I have all my rage for one for Stop. you and I have something to tell you because I remember you talking so highly about it, I have something to tell you and I knew you loved yeah. all my rage so that I that yeah. was my that was my top five so I got I got three of them in the list but I had them all in the wrong order okay I you got so you beat me I only got two I had you so the two I had correct for you I had them in no particular order I had mm-hmm. button pusher and all my rage mm-hmm. and then I did have heart stop around there because you said it wasn't your number one but I was like he can't leave that out of his top five 
And then it was a hard it was a hard exclusion, I have to tell you, but it's not because I don't love the book. It's just I know. I did think you were gonna have I something to tell you on there. But then the other two that I thought were hearts uh, are the other one that I had, right? Because I had button pusher all my rage. I have something to tell you. Heartstopper. And then I thought you were going to put Game Changer on there. You know, I almost did. I almost <laughs> <Darn> did. <it. laughs> that was close. That's like, that like didn't make the podium, but like it made the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I was like, and I was between yeah. Game Changer and Clap When You Land as my number five. Mm. I was like, which one you is You know what? I think and that's I, where I was. Really? And I should have done the yeah. Clap When You Land because of the cultural aspect. I should have. Should have known better. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've we've read so many phenomenal books. We have so we have. many good ones and, and topics on deck that these these were just I don't know they were standouts in our mind for the twenty twenty three calendar year. So that's season one and two. So yeah. I they were great books, and I'm really glad that we've uh, we read them and recommend them to people. And we have so many. I'm really excited for this the the second half of this season because we do have. So many other great books we're going to be talking about. Um, we have a lot of really great ideas in the hopper. I'm actually really excited for next week's episode, Scott, because we don't know what we're reading yet because we're asking yeah. a student to recommend a book to us. So we figured, you know, we had this choose your own adventure where we recommended books to each other. But one of the things we think is so important is um, having students recommend books to us. And you talked about, you know, clap when you land. You had such a great connection with the student. It is an important part of what we do and and taking those recommendations. So It'll be interesting. Yep. So we're excited. We have some good things on the horizon for the yes. 2024 uh, second half of our season. So we, um, with that said, I think, Katie, we're going to wrap up yep. and say thank you for uh, listening today for our top five of 20, the calendar year of 2023. So that's a couple of our seasons. And we look forward to joining you next week with a book that is student recommended. And we, yes. uh, we can't wait to see what they have for us in store. Yes. I can't wait. All right. As thanks. always. As always. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. And follow us on all our socials. We'll have some more content there as well. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of That's Novel Reading. That's Novel Reading is produced by Scott Silver Benito and Katie Durkin. Our sound engineer is Scott and social media director is me, Katie. You can follow and listen to us on all major podcasting platforms. And connect to us through Instagram at That's Novel Reading, Twitter at Novel Reads Pods, or email us at That's Novel Reading at gmail.com. Catch you next time. <laughs>